good morning today i'm your host journey to wholeness and we're going to talk about the different phases in singleness i think singleness is really cool because there are seasons of singleness where you're thriving but i think there are seasons of singleness where it's just really hard right and you're wondering why am i still in this season right but i think it's interesting in america most of us we don't marry before the age of 18. i guess in other countries maybe third world countries marriage is more of a necessity because it's a survival tool while in america the average age for people to get married is around 30. i think it's getting later as the economy develops and as women and men choose to get married later but the point is most of us start having hormones that are raging with inside of us around 12 to 13 that's when puberty happens right and i think it's really interesting if god would have allowed us all to get married at 12 to 13 when our hormones would start raging it would have been easier right because then we would not have to develop self-control and so this morning as i'm taking a walk i've been thinking about why does god allow the weight why does God want us to wait and have a waiting period in our singleness? And I think it made me really think that He allows us to be single. He allows us to wait because it teaches us self-control. Because imagine being 12 to 13 and your body is developing and bam, God sends you a mate. That's really too easy, right? It's like you never learn to wrestle down your flesh, develop maturity, develop the different fruits of the spirit like joy, peace, self-control, etc. It's it just handed down to you. And I think some of us, depending on what background we came from, what traumatic background, I came from a very traumatic background. I'm trying to think what is relevant to share, but because my dad wasn't in my life, this created a big hole in my heart. So I really longed for male companionship. So a lot of my single years in the beginning, let's say singleness starts at 12 or even 13. I spent it chasing after boys. I had a best guy friend almost every semester. It's kind of really sad. Okay. It's kind of awkward because I'm walking on my campus. I'm talking really loudly right now, but every semester i had a best guy friend and though we weren't boyfriend and girlfriend i would tell him everything maybe oh today's a really bad day today's really hard or i need this or can you pick me up from school or maybe it's not that far that's exaggeration but i would literally use my guy friend as like a band-aid he would become my basically my dad who's not really my dad but he's a guy who's near my age and i made him play the dad bro and it was really hard because yeah i didn't grow up in a really healthy home environment so i guess the point of all that isn't to make you guys feel sorry for me but it's just to tell you that singleness for me let's say every person starts single at age 12 right and most people don't have that desire awoken in them the bible in songs of solomon says do not arouse love before it's time right but when you grow up in a really toxic environment that love arouses before it's time for example i was sexually abused so that made my desire for romantic love awaken way before it's required time and so 
unfortunately i don't think i did singleness well because of that fact right and so at 12 to 13 my desire for the opposite gender was way above the normal girl's desire because like lack of father being sexually abused actually by my father i'm just saying this not for you guys to feel sorry for me but for you guys to know that this really does affect young women right if you don't have like a stable background you think you really want romantic love it's really a traumatic wound it's a core wound that needs to be resolved right and so what i'm trying to say and encourage you this morning is that you're not alone if yeah, that period of singleness, like there are waves, right? I would say, you know, before I knew Jesus, the first part of my singleness was still kind of like that phase where I was not really, really wanting a committed relationship. All I wanted was to be able to look at guys and be like, that guy is cute. And I like the idea of being with someone based on their physical attributes. And then the next part of singleness came when, I guess when I was, oh, I don't know what stories to share because I have so many stories, but when I was around, um, I think what made me have a really hard time in singleness, I think the first guy that made me really want to get out of singleness was when I was in high school. I was a ninth grader and I tell people this story because it's really interesting. Uh, my family was really poor back then and getting a laptop was really, really hard because my mom was a waitress and apparently we heard about this holiday called black friday and it's the day after thanksgiving where electronics are cheap i know some people say it's a scam but for some reason my mom's like okay if you go to black friday or something like that i'll get you a laptop and so my brother and i we decided to wait outside um, at night and i met this guy let's call him I don't even know how to name him. Let's call him Trash Can. Oh, that's me. Let's call him Bicycle. Well, Bicycle and I, we met and he looked like a member of this Korean pop group that I really liked at the time. I really liked this Korean pop group named Big Bang, right? And Bicycle looked like the member from Big Bang. I mean, this is kind of awkward because I'm going to eat breakfast. Hello! Um, yeah, so I'm going to eat breakfast, so it's kind of awkward. But yeah, Bicycle looked like a member from this Korean pop group that I really liked when I was younger. And so, of course, I was really young. I was 14, and this guy was like 67 years older than I was, which I do not condone, and I didn't do anything. It was just my mom's like, well, you know, he's willing to help you get your laptop for cheap, right? Because he worked at Best Buy before. Well, so many details, right? And so... Actually, I never really talked to this guy that much until that one night where we, my brother and I, like, we had a camp outside, right? We had a camp outside because back then, it wasn't like now where, you know, for a Black Friday, you can, like, oh, you know, wait till 12 o'clock and the store opens. No, back then, you had to camp out till, like, 6 in the morning and the store opens and then you can, you know, fight everybody to get your laptop, right? And so, basically... Yeah, we were fighting to get our laptop, right? Well, no, I didn't fight to get my laptop, but the guy said, okay, I have connections. Like, I worked in Best Buy. Like, I'll just be able to talk to the manager and get you your Sony laptop. And so he did that. But during that whole time, like, I was talking to him and, you know, we were getting really close. 
And his sister was there. His sister was like, you know what? You can just lean your head on his shoulder. And, you know, being really young, I was like 14 years old. I was like, oh, his sister said it's okay. My mom obviously thinks this is okay. So, you know what? Let's do it. And so, obviously, that kind of started triggering the spirit of obsession in me because I grew up in a really messed up home. Remember that? And so, the spirit of obsession came into my heart. And I became so obsessed with this guy. Like, afterwards, I added him on Facebook and I couldn't stop thinking about him. Oh no, I don't. Oh no, I need to charge my car. This is so awkward. Okay, let me just like charge my car. But, anyways, like. I became so obsessed with this guy and it was because like I grew up in such a like a crazy environment so afterwards like I remember going to high school and t talking to all my guy friends and I'm like oh can I can you tell me how do I talk to bicycle I really want to talk to bicycle because I think I'm in love well well it's because I was so young right I didn't I didn't know what love was Man, I need to charge my card. Sorry if there's a pause because we need to charge our card to be able to eat. Anyways, oh, this is kind of awkward. How do I do this? I might delete this recording. I'm sorry, y'all. Um, how do I charge my card so I'm not hungry this morning? Oh, man. I'm still waiting so I can put money into my card so I can have food in my belly come on why won't you charge man i'm sorry y'all i want to be able to like have a coherent podcast and my thoughts are all, all over the place i'm sure you guys can't really hear me because i'm like yelling through the phone but okay why isn't it working oh no why won't it let me charge oh please okay Okay, anyways, I guess I'm gonna finish this story before I eat. So, anyways, yeah, so basically, for maybe like four years, like this happened freshman year of high school. So, for four years of my life, I became really obsessed with this guy named Bicycle. And every single day, like I thought about Bicycle, I meditated on Bicycle. I don't think I prayed about bicycle. Maybe I prayed about bicycle. I can't remember. I think I sometimes prayed about bicycle because I don't remember if I knew how to pray yet, but I was a very, very lost and broken child. So what I did actually was I went on this weird website where it told me if I, it was like a love spell website. Now as a Christian, I don't condone this stuff. Like I was not really saved back then. So I went on this website. It said like, if I stand under the moon and maybe I say his name, he will fall in love with me. But I was a very lost child. I had a really hard background. And so I decided to stand under the moon every night. And I looked at the moon. I was like, maybe he'll like me today, right? But I'm telling you this story just for you guys to know that I was a very lost child and you know eventually I would ask my mother whenever she wasn't working as a waitress she had her off day I was like mom can you please take me to the mall because I thought I would see bicycle at the mall and actually I was right because he did come home from college during Thanksgiving and that one time I saw him I just awkwardly waved at him but I realized back then I actually had a spirit of rejection or the fear of rejection. And that protected me from getting a really bad, possibly toxic relationship. Because, oh, 
excuse my burping. <laughs> there was one time when he was about to actually message me. We could have had a really good conversation, but because of my fear of rejection, I just kind of said something really rude. I called him like a warus or a monster, or it's weird. When I was a younger girl, I called every guy like a monster <laughs> because I think that was me defending myself in case I would get rejected, right? But anyways, that's not the point. The point of it is like that story was like my period of singleness, which, you know, obviously I wasn't a Christian back then, so I don't think it counted, but it kind of started that spirit of obsession where I would just, um, I think, you know, just I was the one who created fake Facebook accounts and constantly tried to figure out who is this guy with. And my whole mentality was based on you know, who is this guy with? Who does he like? And I was just so broken and so lost and so needing God. And even after I became a Christian, like my heart was still, you know, needing a lot of healing and God's love because of all the trauma I went through. And so the point of it is like, I guess, you know, if you had a heart that, you know, I can't talk right now, but let's say if your heart, you know, you were like, your love was awoken at a young age, right? It's really, really tough, right? Because it's like that control, that desire for like marriage is not a bad thing. But as a woman, like if it becomes like, it's like I said before, if a guy decides to let his, you know, man downstairs lead him into every decision he makes, like that's not good, right? And as a woman, you can't let your desire for marriage or even children lead your decisions and, you know, your desire for that intimacy to make every decision for you. Like that's not good, right? And so I think that's why even though 12 to 13 we have the puberty stage and why doesn't God let us just get married at 12 to 13 when our hormones are raging it's to teach us self-control it's to grow the fruits of the spirit because marriage isn't just about having a good time in the bedroom right it's not just that there's like commitment there's like working through problems there's communication right and so that's why I think during your single stage like there was a single stage where I was just grieving over the another person. That's another story for another day. And there was a period during my singleness where I was not making the best decisions. I was kind of leading guys on. I'm so sorry, but that's what I was doing because I think I was trying to get over the other boy, right? And then there's a period of singleness where you're just thriving. And I'm in that period right now where I feel like, you know, I'm finally able to say I basically did all the hard work of grieving my past, grieving the things I've lost, forgiving the people that hurt me, forgiving my parents. And now I'm just learning how to communicate, learning to express my own needs, learning to work through conflict. I'm currently in this really cool um, mentorship called Esther Prep, and it's been really helpful because. I think having all these women of different backgrounds going through different things and having this opportunity to encourage one another so we're not alone and I think that's really really important to remember that you're not alone as you try to you know navigate this journey and to enjoy this time because my mentor was saying that singleness is a period of time where you give God his rightful place right because I think 
for example, let's say if I were to get into a relationship right now, which I will not because if I were to get into a relationship right now, that man is just going to be an idol. Instead of worshiping and praising God, I would just look up to this man and make him my God. And obviously, I did that so many times before. And guess what happened? It was really bad. It was really awful. I got my heart broken because I was young and I was dumb. And I think you have to get to the point when you look back at all the people that you say broke your heart. You have to say to yourself, this was never meant to be. I allowed this person in my life because I was young, I was dumb, and I didn't know myself. And you can laugh at it and forgive that person. And if you ever think about that person, pray for that person. But yeah, my mentor was saying yesterday that singleness is a time where you give God his place in your life. So I guess I encourage you this morning to give God his place in your life and to I pray for all of y'all to get to the point where you're thriving in singleness and you're no longer just, uh, you know, I, I'm, I hate singleness or, you know, I'm using all these guys to be band-aids. Because I went through a season where I had a lot of guy friends. I'm like, band-aid number one, band-aid number two, band-aid number three. And I'm not condoning this. Like, I'm so sorry if any of y'all are the guys that I messed up because I was young and I was dumb. But like yeah anyways the point is like i think honestly if you're still broken don't date anybody because you're just gonna break them you know like if you're if you didn't deal with your mom issues your dad issues just don't date anybody because honestly i'm sure i broke some people too so i can't hate my um you know my old situationship people because i i hurt some of these people too like hurt people hurt people so just get healed you know grow from your pay and yeah get a mentor and yeah i hope that you'll get to the point where singleness is a time of your life where you're thriving like i am now i'm thriving in singleness i love it you know i've been painting a lot i'm doing a masters i'm thinking of getting a phd just just keep growing you know god's got you and i'm so sorry if any of you have been sexually abused and you know that desire for love has awoken at a young age and i know that's even harder that's another like devil you have to fight but i'm sure that god will help you slay your goliath right and that even though it's really hard because like your love awoke at an early time direct that love direct that obsession to god like really worship god that desire you have for a man the desire to chase after an abusive ex to really worship a guy to stalk that ex on facebook all the time wondering who he's with go stalk god go worship god go obsess about god go chase god go on dates with god and then you realize that in time god really fills your heart and so yeah i really just you know, want to encourage y'all, like, you're not alone, and I love y'all so much. Bye.